Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature themes, dragons, flying cats, massive destructions of property, and perverted cows. Listener discretion is advised. Salamander Flame Destroys Village 
Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. How are you guys doing today? Hope you're doing good. I'm kind of psyched because this weekend is Comic-Con. Can't wait to go and see if most of my favorite podcasters or favorite animators are around. I definitely want to see some of the stuff from Watchmen. I just am really psyched about Comic-Con this weekend. It's going to be really cool. I can't wait. Anyway, hope you guys are doing good. And for those of you who are new, welcome. For those who don't know, Spyrokin is a society that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much every episode, I'll review one or two mangas, and I'll give you a little bit of information about it. That way, when you go to a bookstore, you say, Hey, I heard about this manga. It sounded good. Or, Hey, this manga sucked. I don't want to read this. You don't have to believe anything I say, or but if you do, no worries. No problem. I guess you've noticed I have stopped using the word we. Yes, um, Mason may show up a couple times, but I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna get my hopes up, unfortunately. So, either way... Hope you guys are doing good, so let's get right into the news, because we actually have some more news this week. First off, this one's kind of big. Not big, but Tokyo Pop is actually going to be making a new manga. That's typical, but they're creating NHK's mascot, Domokun, as the manga. It's going to be kind of cool, they're making a Domokun manga, and they're saying it's going to be this huge, big, wrecking havoc, destruction, Domokun thing. Supposed to come out at the end of the year, but I might check that out because Domokun is freaking awesome. Yeah. Other news is just that um, the manga publisher Vertical, there's this Japanese company, they're not saying who it is, but they are investing in the company and that they're going to be releasing a bunch of mangas now in 2010, at least 14 titles. So their first published publication is going to be Summer of Ubume in September, so. I don't know. I've heard a little bit about Vertical. Not too much, though. They're more of a not well-known release uh, publisher. So, we'll see what happens. Okay, now that news is out of the way, what else is there? Um, got an email. This is from a guy named Charlie37. Now, Charlie writes, Your podcast sucks. The audio quality is bad, and you guys are crappy. See you in hell. Well, to try, I gotta tell him this. You're an asshole. And yes, I know the sound quality sucks. I'm trying my best to get it better. Actually, if you have any of the original episodes, we've actually remastered a lot of them. We've changed the music, made them sound a lot clearer and a lot better. All you have to do is, if you have iTunes, delete the originals and then re-download them. Um, it should be done. And for the rest, well, hey, if you don't like the show, you don't have to listen. I'm trying my best and... Any comments and concerns and actual plausible reasons why you hate the show, send it to us, to me, and I'll see what I can do to make it sound a lot better. And, you know, I know it kind of sucks with just usually me on here. It's better when I have someone to actually talk to and bounce ideas back and forth with. But, you know, like I said, Mason, she has a life of her own now. Wolf, same deal. Bell Chan, she's working on her master's degree, so she really has no time. And, well, Fight Bait, well, you remember what happened with episode 30, so... We'll see what happens. Okay, so enough of that. This You're not here to hear me bitch, complain, read emails, so on and so forth. You're here to, to hear me review manga. For those of you who remember from episode 31, I spun the wheel of manga and got Fairy Tale. Yes, Fairy Tale. Interesting manga, pretty cool cover, red and gray. And let me tell you a little bit about it first off here's some info first off fairy tale was created by Hiro Mashima now that name may be a little bit familiar the reason why is he's the guy that made rave adventure groove adventure rave or rave master 
pretty cool series. There's a lot of little subtle references to Rave Master in Fairy Tale, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's originally published by Kodansha, and it's currently being released in the United States by Del Rey Manga. It originally came out August 23, 2006. It's still coming out, and in a, there are currently 13 volumes, and it's a shonen. Now, first off, this manga looks really similar to One Piece. I have to make that point right now. It's probably because it used to study under him, and just the styles are very similar. You see a lot of, like, the main character looks almost exactly like Luffy. And a lot of the similarities are a little bit scary. I mean, both lanky, both wearing vests, both insanely hungry. And then you have the girl, Lucy, who looks exactly like uh, Nami from One Piece, except she has bigger tits. And, you know, it's just there are a lot of similarities. And there's a lot of other little things here and there which kind of connect. But we'll get into that once we get into the synopsis. So... What is fairy tale about? Now, fairy tale is actually tale spelled A-I-L, not T-A-L-E, almost like the Dragon Ball type thing. But fairy tale is about a magic guild that's named fairy tale. They're the most destructive and horrific. They're actually one of the strongest mage guilds out there, but they're also insanely destructive. If you read the newspapers, nine times out of ten, it's gonna say fairy tale member involved in destroying property. Fairy tale member involved in streaking through this city stuff like that they're very notorious and it opens up that there's a sorceress girl her name is Lucy Hartfilia now she is a stellar star mage pretty much what she does is she has a bunch of keys and she puts the keys into the air or whatever element the key needs to be put in and turns it and says by the power of our contract I call you whatever and something magically appears and it helps her out like she has golden keys and silver keys. The golden keys, pretty much what they do, is she'll put a golden key in, and it's one of the astrological signs, which is kind of cool because she has a bunch of them. She doesn't have all of them, but she has like one is Sagittarius. It's a guy in a suit who looks dressed up like a horse with an, who's an archer. You have Aquarius, who is this really mean-tempered mermaid who hates her. You have um, well, Leo comes later, but Leo's a really sexy guy who beats people up. Then you have Taurus, who's hysterical. I'll get to Taurus in a little bit. And then with her silver key, she has like one which is a giant walking clock. And then one is a small dog with a drill nose. Very familiar. His name is Plu. Yep, Plu from Rave Master actually appears in this. It's actually, they even says, I'm the assistant of a magical stone-wielding person. Yeah, a lot of little references to that. So, anyway, reason why... Lucy is traveling is because she wants to join the fairy tale guild because some of the most popular mages are in this group and so she goes to this town looking around and she hears that this great wizard salamanders in the area she, I have to see this guy this guy's supposed to be awesome and when she runs to this guy she sees this guy that's surrounded by women he's being very flirtatious and very cool and she sees he's charming them not physically charming them using a magic charm to enthrall them to him and meanwhile, as she's doing this, another person hears about Salamander and runs after him. This is the main protagonist, Natsu Dragonel. Natsu is a pretty interesting character. He gets motion sickness. Yes. A mage who gets motion sickness. Very similar to a mage, a pirate who can't swim but wants to be a pirate. Ah, similarities here. And as you can, and he's traveling around with his 
friend Happy. Now, Happy is a blue cat who has wings. Well, you know, he can fly. Later, he found he was actually hatched from a dragon egg, so it's kind of weird. So, as we were saying, so Lucy and Natsu end up bumping into each other, and he ends up saving her, and she's like, oh, thank you. It's like, I just want to meet this guy, and what are you doing? Well, I'm looking for my friend Igneal. Well, what do you mean, your friend Igneal? What's, why are you looking for this guy? Is he hard to find? Yeah, he's a little hard. Have you ever seen him? He's a dragon. What, are you crazy? Dragons don't exist. He's like, yes, they do. I was raised by a dragon. Turns out that Natsu was raised from a child by this red dragon named Igneal. And because of that, he has certain temperaments that a dragon has. One of them being he likes fire. He also eats fire. It's kind of cool. That's his whole power. He's actually a... Vi he uses this spell called Dragon Slayer, which allows him to manipulate flames completely. And, well, pretty much what happens is since he can manipulate the flames, he can actually breathe fire, he can eat fire, he can throw fire, he can use fire to fly. It's kind of cool. He, But he gets his power from eating other people's flames. When Lucy asks later, why don't you eat your own flames? like, that's kind of disgusting. <laughs> so there must be some taboo with eating your own flames. It's probably like sucking your own dick. I mean, seriously, it's not. It's a little taboo. So, anyway, turns out that Lucy says, I'm going to, you know, find out this, about this guy. Because she doesn't know that Natsu's a member of Fairy Tale yet. And what happens is she goes to the salamander, he invites her onto his yacht. And when she gets on there, it turns out he's a slaver. He's taking all these women, he's going to sell them as slaves. And Natsu shows up, saves the day, and you find out that Natsu is actually the real salamander. His nickname was Salamander because he breathes flame and just pretty much beats the shit out of the guy. And as they're fighting, it's revealed that Natsu is a member of Fairy Tail. And this is depicted by the fact he has a tattoo on his arm, which looks like a chocobo riding a, a leaf. He's like surfing on a leaf. Now that's another thing, there's a lot of FF7 references, a lot. There's later you see a chocobo playing chess with someone, and you see a lot of little things here and there with that. So, anyway, after destroying and beating the bad guy, the fake uh, salamander, Natsu grabs Lucy and they run to the fairy tale guild, where she sees it's essentially a huge giant, well, they're like a really big dysfunctional family, and at the drop of the hat they will beat the shit out of each other. They get into a big fight, and you meet all the other members. Like, one is this character named Gray, who is Natsu's rival. And as you can guess, since Natsu uses fire, guess what Gray's ability is? He uses ice and makes ice sculptures. Oh, such an X-Men reference with, you know, Pyro and Iceman with their abilities. It's so... Bah. It's creepy because also Gray has a thing where he doesn't like clothes so he's running around naked half the time really creepy i mean you don't see anything thank god but it's it's kind of blah and next you have the this uh the bartender her name is mara jane which really you get the reference to that which you could where what some of these concepts could have come from but she's like this transformation mage and she's like the nicest person everyone loves her she's also this cover girl that's in every single magazine when you say oh look at fairy tale here's the queen of the fairy tale guild Mara Jane she's so beautiful so pretty and everyone loves her and she's hot she's very nice uh, you have her younger brother Elfman he's this really big guy who's like a man's gotta be a man and a man is a man and he just his arm gets really big and he can punch things with one arm 
Then you have Loki. This guy was like the most handsome guy in the entire guild. Pretty much he's like the pimp master and likes Lucy. And once he finds out she's a stellar spirit maid, he kind of freaks out and runs away. You find out later why. I'm not going to tell you this. I've real I banged this entire series in literally two days. Yeah. And so the other person that's really big is you have the actual master of the entire group, Markov, this little guy who looks a little like Yoda. And he's super strong, and his abilities, he gets really, really big. Which seems like a reference from Ranma when Hapasai used his powers to become gigantic and beat things up. And Markov says, what's wrong with you people? We're in trouble with the main higher council because of the fact that we destroyed all this shit. And because Natsu destroyed 50 buildings, and because Grey can't keep his clothes on, and because... What is... What the hell is her name? Uh... Uh... Oh yeah, Kana. Kana is this girl who uses cards, and she's an alcoholic. Like, she drinks from... Straight from the barrel. She doesn't even drink bottles. She drinks from the barrel. And he's like... And Kana, she drinks too much, and we have a $2,000 tab from three different cities... And Elfman, you beat up people too much. Cause it, and he's like, and you know what? Fuck the rules. And he rips the, the petition about why they're in trouble. The thing is, you have to do what you want. So he's a pretty cool guy. He's very laid back, and I like him. I mean, he gets serious at times, but he's pretty relaxed. And as usual, he is a short character. And I like him. And the only time you see him pissed off is when they attack his guild and they hurt his quote-unquote children at that point he goes balls to the walls crazy and smashes shit up huh and there's someone oh yes i'm forgetting there's one other character who's a little important because she's actually one of the main group later urza urza scarlet is her name and she is one of the most powerful members of the fairy tale guild and pretty much she is fucking strong as shit and her ability is called Exquip. Pretty much, she's able to change her clothing in an instant. It's like mixing exchange and equip. And every time she changes her, her costume, it's a different type of thing. Like, she has a berserker armor, and she has a phoenix armor, and she has a bunny girl armor. Thing is, there's a reason why she wears armor. It's not just because she wants to be protected from attacks. It's more of a security thing because you find out, well, later on, you find some stuff out about her definitely her story is awesome and she's known as uh, what is it called and her nickname is the Titania Urza which for those of you who don't know Titania was the queen of the fairies in A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare and so she's like the, the den mother of the group which is kind of cool and so what happens is that Lucy becomes a member of fairy tale and she gets her tattoo on her arm and it's just her working with Natsu and Happy and them doing stuff. It's pretty cool. The first two mangas were nice. I mean, the first job they really have is they have to get this book from from a guy and burn it. And the, their client looks like Hitler. He's got the Hitler mustache and everything. He wants him to burn this book from this creepy girl. This creepy guy who's all ugly. And he says, you're ugly to Lucy. Well, Lucy looks very hot. I mean, blonde hair, huge tits. That kind of works. And she just is pissed off by the fact he called her ugly and she causes a huge war trying to get this book back but then when she finds out what the book is she kind of says we have to protect this 
And the reason why is kind of because Lucy's also writing a book. She she's she's a writer. She's writing this book. She doesn't want anyone to know about it, and she's very knowledgeable. Well, she's also learned because she's actually from a very prestigious background. She's really rich. And so, what was it? The other story in the first one is that there is a weird monkey. Uh, what is it called? Natsu has to save this guy from a monkey man. He's like, this guy didn't come back to the guild, and he has to save him. And this is when you meet arguably one of the coolest summons ever for Lucy, Taurus, who is pretty much a white and black spotted bull with a nose ring and a giant two-headed axe. And when he first sees Lucy, he's like, Hello, Lucy, your udders look nice today. Yeah, he's big pervert. And then when the the monkey thing's like, He's like, you know, take my woman. Uh, Taurus is like, uh, what did he say? Oh, yeah. He says, it's like, you don't say my woman, you say my udders. He's a big trip. What could I say about this manga? Surprisingly, like, once you start reading it, you really get into it. You really do get into it. I love the artwork. I mean, yes, it is one piece ripoff. I mean, there are significant differences. A lot of the characters have huge boobs in this unlike One Piece and it's not you know, we're going to be at the sea all the time, it's actually different areas the art I liked, writing style, like I said that huge, the udders thing was hysterical and also just a lot of things that Natsu does are just ridiculous, I mean yes they're very basic, simple uh, Luffy Goku typical shonen main character think qualities you know he's constantly hungry constantly wants to fight and he just if you piss him off he beats the shit out of everybody so there's a lot of tangible good qualities and bad qualities with this and i'll give you my rating for this manga after this quick message yeah and then you gotta be all awkward because like you know you make making time with your lady friend and like you finally get into the bedroom and she's taking your clothes off and you have like 12 iron balls stuck in I know I've been constantly talking about Dave and Joel ever since, really, I started talking to Fight Bait, so I had to play their promo. You know it. So, anyway, for Fairy Tale, I have to give it Borrowed from Your Friend and Don't Return Unless Offered Pocky, our second highest rating. This was a really good manga. I had a little bit of hesitation with this guy. I thought it was going to be a ripoff of One Piece. I mean, it is, but it's still really funny, and I enjoyed it, and the action sequences are well done they make an anime, I hope they don't fill it with filler, because it'll ruin it. 
I like the artwork. I love the characters. I especially like how they did Ezra or Urza because Urza's whole deal is really well done. I'm not going to spoil anything. I mean, I usually do give spoilers, but her story, you have to read it. I think it's in the third or fourth volume. Um, besides that, can't really say much else. I mean, yeah. You guys want me to say more about this series? You want to have any questions about it? Send me an email, spirekin at gmail.com. Um, you can check us out at spirekin.podbean.com, our forum, spirekin.rapidboards.com, or MySpace, myspace.com forward slash spirekin. Now, if you want to leave us a voicemail, we have our voicemail, 206-426-6665, or 206-426-MONK. That's our monk line. Definitely leave us a voicemail, and I will play it on the air. So far, the only voicemail we had was some creepy guy who I wasn't going to put on the air because it just was so sad. Anyway, besides that, I think that's about it for the episode. I mean, not much of the news going on. Contests are the same as usual. Um, if you want to come up with a type of opening for the episode, send us an email and also design a wheel of manga. And for the opening, I mean the warning, because every warning we try to do something a little different. That's one of our gimmicks we have for this show. And speaking of gimmicks, it's time for that last one, the one which is the most important, the most popular, that one you're all waiting for. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Except no substitute. Now, for those who don't know, the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune which has 10 slots on it. And pretty much what I've done is from a list of 900 manga, I have selected 10 at random and put on the Wheel of Manga. So when I spin the Wheel of Manga... That will be what I'll review for the next episode. Haven't I said Wheel of Manga too much? I don't think so. I'll say it two more times. Wheel of Manga, Wheel of Manga. One more time for good measure. Wheel of Manga. Yeah, a little bit of product placement's a nice thing to do. So anyway, I will spin the Wheel of Manga and see what I will wheel for the next week. And this is what I will review for the next episode of Spark and Manga Review. Number four, which is... Ikora. Okay, heard a little bit about that series. That's kind of cool. It's another harem, but we'll see how it goes. So, I guess that's it for the Spark and Manga Review. As usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville.